Got to turn off the metronome. And here we go. Three, two. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Smoke on the Water podcast. Broadcast from the muddy banks of the Bird River in the Cube, which is the uh, the little palace that I live in on the edge of the Bird. Oh, that's what we're calling it, the Cube. You didn't know I called this place the Cube? I, this is new. This is new. It's good. So tonight, my guest is Katora Lewis. I like to affectionately refer to her as Katra because, well <laughs> because with my short memory span, the best way to remember names is to uh, augment them to fit my memory banks. And I love Katra from She-Ra, and I love Katora. So she's become much Katra. Love, much love. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for saying the name right. Appreciate it. So. You can call me Kat, though. You don't have to continue to call me Katora. No, because I want to picture you with the... With the Catra headdress, is it like and the tail like the pink with the? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like think it. She, I, dig it. I think she does have a whip sometimes. I'm not entire. I can't remember. It's more her tail that she like. Is it? I don't know. I don't remember the classic '80s She-Ra because you know when I when I was a kid, He-Man was my jam because I was a boy, and She-Ra was not my jam, and I didn't have any sisters, so. But it came on right after He-Man, and she had the leg warmers and the rainbow stuff. You know you like all that. Maybe it was toy time after He Man. I mean, we're talking we're talking eighty four. <clears throat> so, uh, so I'm more familiar with the with the the Shira that's on Netflix right now. That came out maybe like four years ago. I've heard about her. It's, yep, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic Shira. Thanks for the compliment. So, you yes are many things. You're a mother, which I don't think we're going to delve into de- too deeply tonight, but. You have your own dog rescue. You're an entrepreneur. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So let's talk about this dog rescue because that's the that to me is like the coolest thing. You think so? I think so. All right. I mean, I think it's kind of cool, you know. Um, well, well yeah. what is what is your dog rescue group called? So it's Saint Bernard Rescue Group, and we are a national rescue, and I'm very proud of it. it so kind you, of. So you deal primarily in huskies? No. I'm just no, kidding. no. 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 Okay, now beasts. tell me more. Tell me more. We handle beasts. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so it's St. Bernard's, and it just kind of became a passion of mine when I, um, you know, rescued my first one, really. And so... How, know, long, how long ago was that? That was 14 years ago. 14 years ago. It was a long time ago, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things, I'm probably like most people, you see a St. Bernard, and it's this huge just Goliath of a beast and you know it's fluffy and it's just like you just kind of want to run to it and um, it makes me want to go skiing in the Alps it's totally a dog to go skiing in the Alps dude. yeah because totally... I want to I want to I want to ski and like fall down and have it run up with that little barrel yes and give me what is it brandy they put in the barrel you can put whatever you want in it yes well I mean it's, it actually they I mean they're known for it I don't know how they're known for it but yes yes that's exactly what you want to do you want to hug the big bear and you want to get drunk and you want to be on a ski slope. That's exactly what you think of when you see a St. Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding. No. Yeah, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty commanding beasts. And uh, they're very empathic dogs. And it's crazy to think that, you know, with the majestics of this, this breed, that, you know, they actually are in shelters. And people, you know, they dump them on the side of the road. And in fact, one thing Wait, that people I, dump St. Bernard's on the side of the road. People do. Dude, what is wrong with people? 
people are assholes. Oh my god, are they people ever? People need to be throat punched. Yeah. Quite frankly, that's really what it boils down I'm, to. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that yeah. that 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 fact upset me. Continue, yeah. please. Yeah, just sorry, sorry. I'll try to, you know. But yeah, no. So, so yeah, and then you know you realize that most uh, dogs when they when they do go to the shelter and things of that nature, um, they only have a 10% chance of actually living out their life in a forever home, because even if they get adopted out, they get passed around and. You know, a lot of times people unfortunately don't research the breed and take their time before they, they go into it. So in fostering, I learned that there were a lot of municipals and um, shelters and breeders and people that just had a need to find them and a need to also find homes for them. And so that's just kind of how the rescue began. But it's definitely a labor of love. So, I mean, it's definitely cool. I would imagine. Now, you know, the reason that you need a rescue, I, w I would assume, is because with a dog that size, you need to make sure that you find a home that is correct for a dog that size with that energy level and everything else. 100%. 100%. Um, you do. Uh, it's, a, it's a big responsibility. But it also, you know, rescue is not just about finding homes, too. It's also about educating you on things like that, too. So we do a lot of education. We write, you know, blogs about how to care for the St. Bernard you know, things that you need to do as a personality, from a personality perspective, you know, to be able to control a dog that big. So all know? this is on the St. Bernard Rescue Group? It is. It is. Now, what do you got? Facebook, Instagrams? Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I, I'll link all this stuff in That'd the description yeah. after the show. That'd be great. But if you are listening and you want to check it out, you can go to www.stbernardrescue.net. Pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, no, Saint is short, ST. Okay. Yeah. But you, I think you can find us either way. I think you can. I think we've done a good job. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> so anyway, so that's what I do. Um, and most of my day is spent doing that. Um, and I also am an IT consultant, which is pretty interesting. A lot of people don't realize that, too. Um, that was kind of from past work that I did. Because you're an it girl. Because I'm an it girl. I'm a nerd. <laughs> I speak software and hardware. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like things like that. So that those, those are the things that I've been doing. Um, so I do that on the side, uh, but really my heart is in the rescue. So are you still doing that independent, the IT work independently? or are you Okay, yeah. so you freelance it. Yeah, you know, COVID, COVID is, is interesting. So do you hate your boss? Um, my <laughs> boss is a badass mother... Shut your mouth. Just I like saying. it. I like it. Yeah, my my boss is pretty cool, you know, aka me, you know. Um, I I did the corporate thing for, gosh, the last decade or so, and make great money for a lot of these companies. And then I, you know, COVID came around, and you know, you just you. I think when you get to a certain age, you kind of realize what your worth is, and you realize if you can do that for them, you should be able to do that for yourself. And then, you know, as you mentioned, I am a mom, so raising a daughter, you know, you kind of want her to know, girl, you could do whatever you want. So. Well, if you're organized enough that you can actually work the correct number of hours to accomplish your goal without having an office that requires you to be there, then, like, that's the best way to live your life. Because you, me, I'm a middle-of-the-night kind of person. I wish that my boss would let me just take the computer home and work at my leisure because I would probably work from about four o'clock in the afternoon till midnight. That would be my ideal eight hour day. 
That's when my brain is at its finest sparkings. Yeah, interesting. Um, but I don't know that I have the restraint. My boss certainly doesn't think I have the restraint, but I don't. I don't know that I have the restraint to do that every day. Yeah, I, and I be think, diligent. I think um, the biggest part is you. You just want to have a plan to your day, and I think that just kind of extends into your life anyway, right? You know, working for yourself, working remotely, working from home. You know, those those are, um, I guess, freedoms that you can have. But with each thing, you know, you always have to have a certain level of discipline in everything in life. You know, whether you're going to do something bad or whether you're going to do something good, if you want to be the best at it, you have to have discipline. So uh, for me, I've, I've kind of learned my schedule. You know, I've learned a lot about myself. Not, not so much a morning person. I need to ease into the day, you know? I'm the same. That's yeah. that's why I'm saying four to midnight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could wake up, I could putz around, I could, you know, clean stuff up, take a walk, enjoy yeah. the sunshine, and then I could sit down and be like, it's work time. It's time. Yeah. I, I, I would definitely say that that is a part of it. Running my own businesses, I would like to say it'd be great if I could just do that at night, but right now, I mean, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm in it to win it, so... It's, that's what gets most of my focus right now is anything that adds to my goal, really. So it's been interesting. It's been good. Definitely for me. Definitely um, a good career path for me at this point in my life. You know, I mean, we've all gone through it, right? And you had to work from home for COVID too, right? I only worked from home when I actually had the vid. So for two <laughs> glorious weeks, I got to work from home. Now, COVID, was, COVID kicked my ass for the first week of it, so it was not my favorite thing working from home, but the best part was, was that, you know, so it really kicked my ass, and it, it, I was exhausted a lot, so, okay. so I would work from 6 till 11 or 12, yeah. and then I'd take a nap till 1 or 2, there you go. and then I would do, finish out my day, and I'd work the correct number of hours. Yeah, but I I just tracked it as eight hours straight, like mm -hmm. I would if I was in the office. Yeah. But I did have that opportunity to just take a nap, reset, get reset, ready, yes. get ready to kick a little more ass. Yeah, de definitely, I would agree with you on that. I I think the biggest mistake we make in life is we do not put ourselves first. I think we're told that we're supposed to put ourselves put everything else first, and you know, as you said, it it does affect your productivity. It affects you know, just your general enjoyment in life. And so I'm not saying being selfish, but you definitely have to, you know, kind of listen to your body, listen to the triggers around you um, to kind of, you know, because, I mean, don't we all want to have, like, this harmonic life, right? You don't want to have a life where you're just, like, living to work. You want to actually enjoy what you do, right? Well, and you want to enjoy life. And that's yeah. that's why I, 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 I would like the, the other hours because I could enjoy the sunshine. I could make doctor's appointments and keep them, which I can't do. Yeah. I can't do working six to three thirty or four thirty every day. Play with the kids. Yeah. You know, write a song. You know. Well, well, not just that, but like I mean, I go into work when it's dark, and usually I get out, yeah. and I got an hour and a half until it's dark. So I get home. I'm able to decompress, like take care of some chores because there's always dishes from last night or yep. some other malarkey adult stuff I got to do. And then by the time I finish that up, it's dark. Yeah. And it's cold as a mother right now. And yes. I, I don't want to go outside and walk. I just want to sit in the house and hide. I feel like. 
this is a good pitch for your boss, and I want you to know. Oh, don't think I'm not pitching this. That I have noticed a, a distinct difference. And Kevin's productivity when he gets the opportunity to work from home. Just saying, just want to put that out there. In the event, you know, well, you need a little bit. Playing more devil's from advocate, him. he would say, "Catcher, I do too." <laughs> so <laughs> there it is, Catra. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. I dig it. All right, let's find another topic here. Oh, okay. You were kind enough to give me some topics here. I got All right. I got a random topic generator, with, which only has one topic in it, so it's not that random for me. But it's still random for you because you've never seen it. Oh, this is interesting. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, let's, I'll give you one of your questions. Mm. I'm waiting. I can cut all that. I can just trim it out. Um, Ow. Hmm. <laughs> now you tell me. <laughs> What's something that people seem to misunderstand about you? Ooh. I see dead people. That's pretty awesome. Was that cool? Did you, I mean, like, you thought that? No, I really don't. Well, I have I, a, I mean, I there's mean, a ghost here. I mean, have I you ever seen the ghost see here? I mean, whenever people tell you their stories about seeing ghosts, it's just like, no. No, I've never cool. seen it. I've felt it, and it, it does weird stuff. Really? It messes with my guitar amp. It really hates my guitar amp. Well, why would you say it hates it? Because it's touching it, and you don't want anyone touching it? Or no, because no, 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 no. it so here's, here's what happens. shit on it? Here's what, what? happens. I'll, I'll rock out, and I'll get... If I'm at a moderate volume, nothing happens. But when I really, like, turn it up and rock, then, um, like, it'll mess with my amp settings. Like, I'll put my guitar down and, you know, take a break, get a glass of water, and come back... And my settings are different when I get back and play again. Um, That's cool. Is it, though? Because because from my standpoint, I dialed that tone in right where it got me hard. So I don't want some ghost coming in here and messing with my shit. I mean, but maybe I want a ghost coming in at night messing with my shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm single girl. Like some Ghostbusters? I mean, like, Like you wake up and there's a ghost. And I'm just like, oh, oh, is that the ghost? I mean, like, that would be cool. That that would be cool. Are we talking like a sex ghost? What are you talking about? I'm totally talking about a sex ghost. What are you talking... I mean, wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what I was anyway, talking about. I was talking about um, sex ghost. So, yeah, no. Uh, anyway, uh, no, I think the biggest thing people don't understand about me is I say a lot of inappropriate shit all the time. And, and well, that's why. why we're friends. Yeah. And I, anyone definitely. who's listening to this show knows me and knows I say inappropriate things on the regular. Well, I think the one thing they don't know about you and how we met is that I challenged you to wearing a Santa Claus costume in a sushi restaurant when it was not Christmas. No, it was Christmas. It was right after yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas it was the week. Past. It was like the week between Christmas and New Year's. It was. Epic. It's still still totally safe to wear a Santa Claus costume. <laughs> it is so it's not weird. Cool. It's You're weird weirdo. to wear the Santa Claus costume, <laughs> but it's still acceptable. It's totally weird, and it was acceptable, and it was like totally epic and hilarious, and yeah, and then spawned the friendship. Right. Does my voice sound like a monster? Because like I always want to. When I hear my voice, it's always like very light and like. But really, I want to like sound like. You want to sound like a death metal like, when singer? When I go into like the monster voice, I mean, I feel like 
Yeah, I do. Just saying. You know, I don't want to put you on the spot. You don't have to say anything about it now. I mean, even though I know it sounds pretty cool, but I don't you know. think you sound that monstery. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, it, it was it was definitely cool meeting you that way. Um, you know, people want to be understood. You know, so that helped me understand about a lot about you. But I think a lot of people don't realize that I'm a mom and. You know, everything about me is 100% about, you know, raising this rare and beautiful princess butterfly and so that she can just, like, show the world how this shit gets done, you know? Wait, so, wait how did we jump to from Santa Claus to Trini? I mean, because, you know, I don't know. It happens. There was a ghost that came upon me, and that ghost stole my words, and now we're talking about Trinity. He reset your brain. He did. Wait, what? Where am I? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smoke on the Water podcast. Tonight's guest is... Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Dork. (laughs) Anyway. All right, let's move on. All right, Rebecca, would you be so kind as to get the random topic generator? Just that cookie jar that I stuck a post-it note in. (laughs) No, not the monkey. Right right in front of the monkey. Don't let it be the glass one. The clear glass one. Oh, this? Yeah. Bring the whole thing in? Yeah, I don't know. Here, pick a topic. Okay. (laughs) Wow, there's so many to choose from. Beep boop 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 beep boop boop. Oh. Okay. So, from the random topic generator, the random topic is, was Thanos right? I mean, I really feel like we could just go down a wormhole on this one, you know. We'll start with a yes or a no, I mean. I just, it's just, I feel just so, I would say, in Thanos' mind, he was right. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, no. You don't just give up on the world. You don't, you know, start it in that way. So Thanos didn't give up on the world. There's two different Thanos, okay? Oh, so There's movie Thanos, clarify. which is, I, I feel like we'll discuss the movie Thanos because I don't want to get too nerdy and start, start talking I mean, comic totally book Thanos, which I feel like they're different characters, to be completely honest. Um, I felt like movie Thanos was a hair disappointing, but I, get, I get why they did it because they, they made him all about ecology. I'm killing off half the population for uh, the sake of resources. Whereas comic book Thanos, he killed half the population because he it was a bouquet. It was a bouquet that he was giving to his one true love, the mistress, Death. Okay. That right. is far more beautiful than, we're going to run out of food. We should kill know. everybody. It, it depends on what your insanity is. Everybody's a little crazy, man. You know, there's people that go around and literally cry when they step on ants. I mean, literally, you know, is that insanity? Yes. But to you, to you, you know, knocking out the world, you know, is a beautiful bouquet to your loved one. I mean, that's dark as shit. Dark as shit is cool. I would kill for love. I wouldn't kill for resources. I mean, like, psycho kill for love. Like, are you going to just like, if anyone talks to your woman, are you going to be like, you're dead? 
Or are you like, you know, I will sacrifice myself? For no, this no. I mean, like, I would John Wick the shit out of somebody. Yeah, you, you gotta know, have some guns. you killed my dog or my kid or my wife. Fuck you. I'm going on a revenge mission. I'm yes. getting a cool car. I'm getting a bunch of guns. I'm getting the gloves that have no knuckles in them and no the fingers. You gotta have the suit. You gotta have the suit. I guess I do have to have and You gotta suit. have the coins and the hotel that you can stop over at. You gotta have all that. I do have a good barber that could trim up the beard so I would look awesome I for this revenge that. mission. Okay, cool, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think I have to go more Viking with it. I feel like I would have to, I'd have to be in like loincloth with like a big ass axe sword jumping off Whoa. a cliff with like some kind of acrobatic swing and just chop chopping motherfuckers up. That's exactly how I would see it. But anyway, let's get back to oh, let's get bad. back to the topic of okay. at hand here, Thanos. <laughs> Was he right to kill half the population for resources? Uh right or wrong? Hmm. It depends. It depends on what that population really was like was it an evil population were they doing anything good for the world no it was indiscriminate it was indiscriminate uh, you're just going it was around half. Kill, killing it was half there's four people in a, in a house two die uh no he was not ripe for that there are better ways there are better ways there are better ways yeah um well well i think death can boil down to um, what it, what exactly is your motivation behind it? And so I think that is the key. If it's just, I'm indiscriminately killing half the population because I have the power to, then that's stupid. That's just stupid. Um, if you're doing it because your people need a place to live and this is the only place left to live and you know, the people that, the factions that that's there, the community that's there wants to kill you, then yeah, you have a right to survive in this world, 100%. Um, if you're just killing for the slaughter, no, that's wicked. Well, what was Thanos doing? That's who we're talking about here. Well, what was he doing? You don't know, do you? No. You have not seen these movies? I'm thinking of the one in the movie, and he was, and killing, no, he was killing for power. He, he was, was killing because he could. No, no, he wasn't. I mean, no. He, I feel like he was. He was killing for resources. He was okay. Resources that gave him he, he, power. No, him no, alone power. You're talking about all the different stones that no, comprised no, no, his. Right. So he he forms. He gets all all six stones, yeah. and then he makes a snap. Right. And ev and half the population blips away. I understand this. Right. But he, for he, what he, came? Because because he wasn't with his love. His love wasn't there. He right. was alone. He was see, sitting there alone. He see, did it because he could. See, that's and that's 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 where it makes more sense that he did it for the mistress' death than it does that he did it for the resources of it. I just think he was a narcissist, and he just you know, in his mind, he thought that his Every, way was the best way. Everyone powerful is a narcissist. I People, totally disagree. You have to define what power is. Then you really have to define what power is. Uh, I mean, world leaders, narcissists. I mean, those are people and actions, but what is power? What is it? If, if I were to say, Kevin, you have all the power in the universe, what does that mean to you? Okay, we're talking about different forms of power, but yeah. But if I, if I have all the power in the universe, that means I can do whatever I want. If I can do whatever I want, 
it's going to make me a bit of a narcissist. I mean, that's you. Put it's it going in to a make any hands now. N- it may be different. I don't Maybe think it's not a gender I don't, thing. I don't think so at all. You put it in my hands, man. Everybody's gonna look at be happy. look at the Black Widow. Look at Black Widow. That bitch has all the ninja skills, and what does she do with it? She wears sexy outfits and shows off her boobs. But that's a male she's a narcissist. That's a male thing to say because all men think that women dress for them. That's a narcissistic thing. Well, she's say. showing her. It was written by a man, so the only reason she's showing her fits is because it's a male fucking author. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean. To... Sorry. Well, all right. Sorry. We're gonna pick a different topic. We're getting. We're, <laughs> we're way lost now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, I mean, not to make you feel sensitive or anything about that. I mean, I, I understand the darkness that is within you. We share similar darkness. I get it. And there is Holy something God. very beautiful in a very dramatic way about just, you know, commanding things to your to your will for love. You know, I mean, for for goodness sake, let's hope that everything we do is motivated by love inevitably. But um, with that, again, you know, love can't always be just about yourself. Love extends far beyond that, in my opinion. So if it's just one-centered love and it only benefits one person, I question what that is. You know, I question if it is love. If it's something that makes people happy and makes you happy, then yeah, that's love. And I think that would be the difference of different people having power if we're going to go back to uh, your question, sir. All right. Yeah. New question. Where did you grow up? I'm an alien. I mean, obviously <laughs> we're all aliens. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, I grew up in Oregon. Uh, so I grew up in... When we first, when I was first little, I grew up in Salem, Oregon. Were you little more than once? Well, yeah, I was in an hour before life. Okay. I don't even know why so, I said it like that. I, I don't know either. You know yeah. me. Yeah. So when you were little? Yeah. So when I was little, um, I grew up in Salem, Oregon, and that is the capital of Oregon. A lot of people think it's Portland, but Salem is. And it's kind of like prairie, farmland, uh, up going to a catholic school the capital's a lot of prairie it was when i was there when i was Hmm. growing up there um you know it's extended but yeah a lot of farmland i mean oregon you see them you see the mountain you see the cascades from everywhere you see mount hood from everywhere so you always feel like you're you're near the mountains but yeah it was definitely farmland ran around uh played outside a lot was in the bike crew you know, these are just some of the interesting facts about, you know, Keturah uh, that you should be aware of. Climb trees. I uh, used to make my younger brother eat ants. The red ones, as he has told me, are more sour, you know. So, uh, in case you were wondering. I think the red ones kill people. Um, well, he's still alive. So, there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I was there until... Uh, junior high and then moved up to Lake Oswego, Oregon, which is about 10 minutes outside of Portland. So it's like a suburb. And that was cool. So being from that area, is that, is that how you got your unique heritage? Cause you're, mm. you're, you're black and is it Cherokee? 
Well, my granddad's Cherokee, half Cherokee. Okay. My grandmother's half Navajo. Okay, so it's more than one tribe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's that's different First Nations out that way. A lot of them, there are some Navajo out that way, but, um, you know, you've got Chualops, you've got Tualatin, you know, the Willamettes, you Valley, right, which is called, named after another one. So you've got several different uh, First Nations tribes there. But, you know, I'm a mutt like everybody else, right? I mean, what's your heritage? Scotch, Irish, Welsh, and German. Have you been to Ireland or Germany? Nope. Do you speak either of the languages? That I do. You, I oh. speak a wee bit of leprechaun. You do sound like a leprechaun. Pass oh. me my, my, my frosted lucky charms. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> I speak leprechaun. <laughs> Where's me pot of gold? Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't speak any other language. Blather and blatherskite. I speak Scrooge McDuck too, so I speak Scottish. That was not Scrooge McDuck. Oh Say no! It again? Oh yeah, that was this robot buddy. I forget. What? Blather and Blatherskite was the robot gyro. Okay. All right. You're cool. All right. I'm gonna skip my Scrooge impression because <laughs> I'm just gonna mess it up now. <laughs> yeah, Oregon. Oregon's where Oregon is where I learned a lot of different things. Um, actually, fun fact about me: I still hold the state record for the 100 meter. For my age division, um, went to state in basketball, got a scholarship, full ride scholarship, which led me up to Seattle, Washington, and then that took me on a just a crazy path. So you know, from there I've lived in. What led you out of Oregon? College. College. College did for sure. Yeah. Where'd you go to college? Uh, University of Washington in Seattle, and uh, I played basketball there. Dropped out junior year. Uh, moved to St. Louis. All, well, all the greats, all the greats drop out junior year. I mean, I feel like it. You got, you know, you got two years of education. You know that you're already smarter than what they're teaching you. Oh, I got no education there. I smoked a lot of pot, and I did not study. And college was not for me. It just was not for me. It was a lot of what I learned in high school, so it wasn't for me. My daughter, on the other hand, she goes to Oregon State. That's what she's always wanted. She's doing kicking butt there. You know, she wants to be a biology major. But, you know, I think there's a lot of pressure to go to college these days, right? To your point. Right. You don't need all that time in most cases. You know, you have, thank God you have a lot of different avenues now. You just need that piece of paper that says that you can complete something. Oftentimes you don't even need that. You just need to be able to show you can do it or get the experience. Well, you, yeah, it's tough to get the experience without that piece of paper. I would debate that. Now, if I were going to be... A doctor, or well, you can't be a doctor without the piece of paper. That's that's exempt. There you go. As well as a lawyer, you can't be a lawyer without that piece of paper. There's certain trades where you need to have. But, I mean, a lot of sales, a lot of sales repair stuff. I don't need to have an, a degree for sales. No, no, no one needs a degree for sales. No, yeah, you buy from who you like. Well, if if you know some psychology, sales is better and easier. You think so? Oh, absolutely. There's that's a lot a of psychology to scales. So. Uh, Psychology to sales. There's a lot of psychology to marketing. I would say that marketing as well. Yeah, but even in sales, and those are intertwined, right? Even in sales, there are there are things that you can do to build a relationship with a customer without directly speaking to them. Even the way you make eye contact, nodding your head yes affirmatively. Um, yeah. I mean, just doing like when I I waited tables, and you know, the difference between walking up and and nodding your head yes, saying 
would you like an appetizer to start? And walking up and not nodding your head was 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 very obvious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So these are the Jedi mind tricks that you you. I mean, now I feel like I gotta be more watchful of you. I mean, just saying. I mean, all I do is make memories. You should always be watching me. (laughs) What's your sign? Cancer. Your cancer. Okay. For some reason, I don't know what cancer. I have. I don't know. I don't know much about cancers. What are cancers? Manipulative? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really believe in all this stuff. I find it interesting, but I don't really believe in it. Yeah. Okay. I like. You know. I like the idea of it, but the reality. You've always been from Maryland, too, right? I've always been from Maryland. It's miserable. Um, Yeah, I I grew up 15 minutes away from here. 15 minutes away. So have you ever ventured out to the Northwest? Oh, yes. And whereabouts? Um, I feel like... Is that memorable? That's so sad. So in the Northwest, I feel like I went to Seattle and Portland. Were you young? I was maybe like 17, 18. Well, hopefully you smoked a lot of good herb there, and that is why your memory is a little bit failing on it. Well, I have (laughs) very, very terrible short-term memory, and long-term memory has to retain things from short-term. And so when short-term fails, then long-term just inevitably is set up for failure. Oh, okay. So things that long ago, I can remember, but not all the details. Do you think you remembered how green it was? How green it was? Yeah. Yes. And do you remember the mountain? No. All right. Okay. There's something very distinct about Oregon, too. When you go there, whether you're traveling by plane or you're, you drive into the state, the air is so crisp. The air is so clean. That I remember. And it, it's, it just... It's almost like from the breath, it just cleanses you out. It just rejuvenates you. There's something very organic about Oregon, Seattle, much different than California, you know, Um, probably just because of where we are in the hemisphere, but also just because it rains so much because the Cascades trap all the water um, on one side um, of them. And so you've got this really like plush, deciduous environment and, you know, Super, super granola out there is a term I would use, you know, kind of hippie, but kind of earthy, kind of, you know, we, we might wear deodorant, you know, I don't know, maybe. You might, might not. Might not. It, I'll I know, you. I know, I know other people like that. <laughs> might, might hide some lavender on me and just to mask it all. You'd never, you'll never know our secrets. You'll never know. Mm. Yeah. The lack of deodorant has always been the thing that keeps me from really getting into hippies dude whatever men are so all over the place i've dated guys that are like don't put deodorant on don't shave i want to you know be a part of all of you you know and then there's 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 others that you know they they want you to wear deodorant they want you to shave but then you know it's like a forest bush down on them i mean i'm just saying i mean it's like whatever whatever i mean all people are like that I guess it's just what Dude, some 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 women love the beard. Some women hate the beard. I've had girls that when I you know when I was I was hunting girls on Tinder, 
It, I, 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 I'd talk to them. We'd get a couple sentences in. They'd say, how tall are you? I'd say five foot oh, 11. Yeah. That's important. And, and then they would be like, all right, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Like, what? Because they know five foot 11 really means five ten, number one. And if you're below six feet, I mean, you're not an overachiever by women's standards. That's just what we think sometimes. It's really dumb. Well, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's all kinds of weird standards that and people beards, have. beards, you know, you can have snacks in them. Oh, I totally get why people wouldn't be into beards. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally get it. Uh, why is that? Because, like you said, beards, you could have, like, snacks in them. Right, right. There, there could be birds in this thing. I don't know. They could be... You could have a hobbit up in there. I don't know. Oh, You're Jesus. Right. I hope there's no hobbit in my beard. <laughs> Only one pair of hairy toes for this guy. <laughs> Do you think you'll always stay in Maryland? Would you ever move outside of Maryland? I might. I might. All right. Keep it open. I'm a little attached to Maryland with the kids. Well, yeah. I mean, but kids grow older. Kids do grow older. You know, I mean, kids are resilient. It's good for them to be open and see new things, too. Just saying, as a perspective. Well, you know, with the co-parenting relationship, they have to be adults before I can move out of Maryland if I want to continue to have the level of relationship with them that I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Divorce sucks. Divorce In a lot blows. of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went through all of that. I went through that. That was... Um, and, and that doesn't even deserve any energy. How about that? I've got a great daughter. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now you were married to somebody famous. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then say no more fam. We won't continue that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, Maryland's a cool state. I'm glad to be here. I've lived in a lot of different states. Maryland has stuck. I've been here now, what, six years? Really? I have. Yeah. So I, I could see me, you know, getting a house here, laying some roots amongst other areas, too. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> do you want to do another question or do you think we got a good podcast? It's up to you. Um... What time is it? 8.06, what time did you get here? Oh, I just got here at 7. Got here at 7? So we've probably, doing, we've probably done like 35 minutes maybe. I don't know, you would know. Yeah, probably. This thing doesn't tell me that how, how much time has elapsed. So this, this thing only tells me how many measures of music have elapsed. And it's been like 6,000. We can do a couple more questions. <laughs> let's, let's do one more. Let's do, uh, if you could change anything about the world, what would it be? Women would have more recognized power, 100%. Um, I think that in this world uh, today, um, there's a lot of entitlement when it comes to different genders. And I don't know if you could tell, I'm a feminist, which doesn't mean that I think women are better than men. But I do think that, you know, women have a lot of... Um, power that we don't always honor and appreciate. I mean, one of which, you know, we're the portals to life, whether we want to be or not. That's something distinctly different between us and men. Um, and I think we also have a different way of looking at things. Um, and I think that if this world is going to really change, we have to get to a place where we start, you know, recognizing that, honoring that, 
and being open to that a little bit more. Um, you know, and I think it goes above and beyond um, accepting, you know, your lifestyle, accepting your gender preference, what you want to call it. Um, but I, I would say women having more, more established power, more recognized power in the world. We shouldn't be making less than men on, for the same amount of work, right? I, I think um, that's an inaccurate statistic. Well, why would you say that? Well, because you're taking averages. And you're averaging out women that work from home or work part-time because they're, they're raising children. Like, what difference does it make? What difference does it make is that men are going to make more money because they're working more hours. And uh, I, I, So what you're saying is, I mean, that's if you're looking at things based off an hourly pay rate, right? But there are people that actually work off salary. Yeah, but, and the, but if, you're working, if you're working a 20-hour work week for me on a salary... Am I going to pay you a 40 work 40 hour salary? No, I'm going to pay you half of that. I I think I'm going to pay you for getting the job done and doing the job well. And if a man and a well, woman Well, obviously are that's what you get paid for is same, doing the job and doing it well. But if a man and woman are given the same job, the same amount of hours, and the man's making a dollar 50 an hour and the woman's making a dollar 25, that's just not right. That's not happening. That's but not it does. that's not what's happening. It does. Well, so you think the statistics just pulled out of the air and there's a conspiracy no i don't think the statistics pulled out of the air i think the statistics like all statistics that that statistic like all statistics is subject to human bias and it has been manipulated ever so slightly to include data that that doesn't necessarily reflect the truth i don't i don't disagree that there are women that get paid less for the same job than a man but they're not getting paid less because they're a woman they're getting paid less because they simply weren't able to negotiate the same price. I think that could be part of the case. No, but no, I also no, think no one at my job. That's one way to look at it. No one at my job is paying a man's rate and a woman's rate. I've never, I've never been to a job that pays a man's rate and a woman's rate. I have rate. though. I have firsthand experience, witnessed that, and had the privilege of um, being privy to what everybody was making. And actually had the, the privilege of being able to negotiate it for everyone so that we were on the same level field. Um, I think there's a lot of different ways of looking at it, though, you know. And if we're going to acknowledge that there isn't such a thing as the boys club out there, then come on. I, which we all know there is. Of course there is. There's yeah. a boys club, a women's club. There's, there's, so an, there's an everything club. Anytime that you, you pick a subcategory of people, there's a club for it. But you're talking to someone who is the minority, truly. I'm a woman. I am a black woman, and I am a Native American woman. I mean, I have experienced things from a gender perspective and witnessed things said from a gender perspective that I've constantly had to, like, prove in life, one of which could, was even in sports, you know? There's this, this thought that uh, women can't achieve or do what men can do as well. I tend to think it's all of what your mind allows you to do or not. You know, I wait, mean, you're, 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 you're saying like if you put women into men's sports? Well, I mean, I know growing up, I would always be challenged by guys to play basketball against them or, you know, if I could touch the rim or, you know, just let's say we're just having a conversation here. You know, the, the way that men may come out of it with their opinion up front is just um, I think sometimes it's limiting to women. And I think sometimes we think we accept that 
you know. Oh, yeah, never accept someone's opinion that limits you. Yeah. No, no one ever but should. But what I'm saying is, I I tend to believe you really there there are no different there there are differences with us, but what you can achieve in life, you can achieve just as much as a man, and therefore you should be treated just as equally as a man. And there are disparities in the workforce, in the way that stigmatisms are placed on women in relationships. There's role expectations of women. And so I think uh, if we get to the point of being a little bit more open with that, being more comfortable with a woman being the sole provider, being, you know, even within our own gender, right? Um, I think the world can just open up to be a much cooler place. That's all I'm saying. So <laughs> you're not saying anything wrong except that oh, thank you. except that everything that you say gets can be flipped the other direction do, do you ever do you ever uh, do, do you ever do you ever uh, use that perspective do i ever use that perspective right that that you know when you I'm trying to I'm trying to go back in time to one of your statements so that i can reverse it um like back to the boys club thing there's a girls club too. I, I when you when you I think there's like a mean girl. When, okay, when you say when you say nice when you say that there's there's women's rules, there's men's rules. Well, what are you there's, talking there's about? There's rules. A girls club. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm not familiar with it. You know, uh, you don't have as many women in a position of power if we're talking about from a numbers game, from a C level perspective in most companies. That's why we no, have no, set you aside don't, but like things 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 are getting better. I, I think everywhere it is. I think it. I think it's tough everywhere, um, and and we're just talking about America. I mean, let's. We're we are a first world country, but good lord! I mean, a third world country. Some of their views on women, and their roles on women, what men get away with, and what it's just. It's it's just. You have to acknowledge that that is not normal. Oh, know? I have to acknowledge that other countries are absolutely oppressive of women. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I, I admit that that there is a disparity between the two races in, in many regards. Genders, you mean the two genders. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, so if you imagine a world where women claim their power, live in their power and men see things that are not the norm across the board the world would have to be a different place. It would have to be a better place because I feel like the more open you are, the more you invite new experiences and growth to come into your life. And so that would be probably why um, I would say, you know, I'd love to see that change, especially because, you know, I have girls, you have girls. I mean, I've met your daughters. They're pretty, pretty amazing, you know? So, you know, you think about a world where they can bloom in that, I mean, come on now. I mean, it would be fantastic. It would. I do feel like things are getting better. Yes, yes, yes. And I. I, I mean, despite what the news says, I do feel like the world is getting better. Oh, one hundred percent. We have a lot of issues, and a lot of issues are getting worse. But I feel like, as far as, as far as any sort of discrimination, like we're not done getting better. But we are getting better. We are on the mend. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're, we're we're not we're not completely everybody's on the same exact field. Nor should everybody be on the same field? And and I would agree with you. I I don't I don't look at the world as like as discriminatory as like maybe our parents did. You know, um, I don't I don't I I mean this may offend some people. I don't see color. You know, in that regard. You know, I see I see people. Um, right. Everyone the- has their unique experience. So for one who's going to tell you that they've experienced this, you're going to have another one who's had a completely positive experience. And at the end of the day, what do we want to hang on to? You know, well, that, that's how that's my life philosophy that I taught my kids. You know, no matter how you break people down by race, by religion, by sexual orientation, um, you, the reality is there's only two kinds of people in this world. There's cool people and there's assholes. Bottom line. So you judge it. Is this person a cool person or is this person an asshole? That's exactly right. And you surround yourself by the cool people, you know? So hopefully right. you'll be an example right. to you, you try to keep a circle of cools and exactly. keep keep the assholes out of your circle. I mean, I don't they can be around. They can they can stand in my Well, they're glitter. always they're always going to be cuz I mean, maybe my glitter will, you know, make make them feel pretty one day and, you know, maybe for a day they won't be an asshole. Who knows, you know? Not my circus, not my monkey anyway, but you do want to surround yourself by people that are like-minded and the people that, you know, obviously help me be forward. And yes, you shouldn't, I, I don't watch the news. You know, I see snippets of it. It's too negative. It's negative for a reason. We oh. have so many great things that we could be talking about in the world on a daily basis. And uh, I find it disheartening. It's depressing. Right. We live in a doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. And we're not hearing about advancements. We're not hearing about the good people in this world. No, nope. there are lots of great people in this world. Amazing I, people in this world. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, I just read this this Facebook thing about this guy. He was 36 years old, and his neighbor was 92, and he would help her with stuff. And she got sick, so he uh, started a GoFundMe and raised a whole bunch of money for her medical bills. And then he had to move. And when he moved, he realized that when he moved, she would be there alone. Yeah. So he, he's like, alone and sick. And so he said, why don't you move with me? And they became roommates. Hmm. A 36-year-old man and a 92-year-old woman. I love that. So that he could help take care of this woman who was not his family by, by blood. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to hear more about. Why don't we hear about the good people in the world? Yeah. I mean, the I good think things happening the in the world. I, I think therein lies the silver lining. You know, we, we can talk about COVID. We can talk about vaccinations. We can talk about Brandon. We could all these things. Right. But, you know, you have to ask yourself as I'm talking about these things and I'm dishing out all of this, whatever, you know, what also am I doing to make others or someone better in this world too because it's not just about you you know and the news has a way of making it focus on you know a lot of things about you well it's the re- it's not the focus i think it's the 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 love of gore aspect of humanity the the i got to look that. at the i got to look at the car wreck as i drive by yep. people want to watch the decline of humanity and it's all over television and they they can't wait to show it to you but that's not what we need to see all the time. We need to see some other stuff. I mean, obviously, we should know if people are getting shot up, if, if there's I mean, but would a you this. would know if a nuclear bomb was released? I mean, you're going to be dead. I mean, I don't care. 
I'll need the news to if, know that. If, if the if a nuclear bomb goes off, we're done with media anyway. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna lose we're gonna lose touch with everything. I mean, how does it change your life? How can you? It turns it that? it turns it one or zero. <laughs> exactly. You're gone. You're gonna be dead anyway. You're either dead or alive after that. That's yeah. how it changes your life. Yeah. So, you know, you turn the news off, you turn the TV off sometimes, and you actually live, and you know, you accept the fact that shit happens, and that great things happen. So, you know, but these are all life choices we make. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's good. Share love. Let's make that. Let's make Share that. Share love. We could be like the Care Bears. We could like do like you know. You could do, do, do you, some kind of spinoff well, T-shirt. I'm certainly fuzzy enough to be a bear, dude. Of the Care Bears, dude. We could do all the different Happy Bear. What was your favorite bear? Uh, the one with the rainbow. I love the fact that you had a Care Bear. <laughs> of course, I had a Care Bear. Tell you a lot about Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> of course I had a care bear and my hero is Doctor Who the man with two hearts and instead of a weapon he carries a screwdriver so he can fix things who knew Doctor Who was such a freaking badass right he's a badass but he has he loves so much he has an extra heart and he has a screwdriver to fix things I didn't even know it's that. so great I didn't even know I never knew I never knew he had two hearts yeah he's an alien obviously <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> That'll be its own podcast right there. Right. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Sid and some somebody else to have a nice Doctor Who conversation. Oh my gosh. That'll be a good episode. That I definitely think. will be a good episode, for sure. But I think we killed this podcast. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. And <laughs> everyone go on all the light all the all the websites that I've linked. Yes. And check her out. Yeah. And Support her in any way you can. Yeah, please do. And if you, you want to hit me up on uh, Facebook or any social media, it's Katora St. Bernard. So uh, make it easy for you. And that's an S-T, not a S-A-I-N-T. That's why I'm <laughs> going to type it out for you. All right. Thanks a lot, Kevin. I really appreciate it. I had a great time. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>